This is the Gentle Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. Do you want to try to count again? Yeah. All right. Three. Uh, oh. <laughs> All right. Let's start at one. One. Three. <laughs> one. Two. two three. Four. All right. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Gentle Boys Gentlemen's League podcast, the number one podcast in the world for the Gentlemen's League. Today, I have a special guest, slash, I guess we could just call him a co-host at this point. It is your first place manager, Buddy. Howdy. Uh, thank you for that kind introduction. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I guess I have co-host status. <clears throat> I bring a strong so. co-host energy. Yes, there used to be big co-host energy. Uh, mm-hmm. We used to have another co-host, but he's always, he's on mountain time, and it's very hard to get him synced up. Yeah. Because uh, someone's got a business to run. Yeah. So... Um, so who knows what he's uh, even up to right now? Yeah. Well, I told him we were doing this for like an hour. Hello, <laughs> hi. <laughs> so he's. Th- oh, you actually notified him about it? Yeah, with like an hour's notice, and I didn't hear back from him. So no. assuming that he's uh, busy. So um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll plow ahead. So what's been new with you, Brim? Well, uh, I got COVID. What? <laughs> Didn't get it at the uh, draft like everybody else, but instead of uh, instead of boring you with my tale, um, I've produced, <laughs> overproduced, well, and over edited. Well, you were a, uh, a production company reached out to you, and they yeah, heard the <laughs> they heard my journey. story, and they just right. needed to tell it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll so, go ahead and play well, this it. Is, yeah, let's go ahead and drop it in right here. All right, let's count down so we know when to drop it. Okay. Three. One. Two. All right. All right, let's start over. All right, start Three. One. Two. All right. Let's... All right, we'll just, let's do the states. All right. Alabama. Alaska. Alaska Arizona, Arizona. Arkansas. And we'll play it on sing, California. Sing California love. <laughs> All right, it's gonna it's gonna play right about here. Brandon Cryak was your typical COVID skeptic. Yeah, it's funny how pretty much everyone at the draft ended up getting COVID. They just don't take care of their bodies like I do. I mean, I practically made out with Jaron, and I'm perfectly fine. Guess I'm just built different. I'm invincible. <laughs> He thought someone like him in optimal health could never get sick. I'm invincible. Until he did.
Hey guys, it's Brim. Uh, just found out the doctors are telling me I've got the COVID. <laughs> oh God, I'm sick. <laughs> <coughs> hey guys, it's Brim. Just a quick update. Uh, I have been admitted to the hospital. Um, they said they're probably gonna admit me to the ICU just as a precaution. Uh, my oxygen saturation has been hanging around in the 60s, which apparently is a bad thing, but I'll be good. Hey guys, this is Lindsay. I'm Brandon's nurse here in the ICU. He told me to record an update if he quote-unquote went down like the world trades, and well, he did. He's currently on a ventilator behind me, but he's stable-ish. Uh, I actually thought he was kind of hot until about the eighth time I had to clean diarrhea off his completely lifeless body, and uh, no, I'm not really feeling it. Anyway, bye! Hey, excuse me, Miss Lindsay. This man is shitting again. I hate my job. Then, things went from bad to worse. Come on, we're running on borrowed time here, guys. Get the paddles ready! He's suffering from urethane poisoning type B. He's not an organ donor. Sharon, turn off ESPN. I'll administer CPR, administer oxygen. Oxygen applied. He's crashing. This is not working. I'm shocking. Whoa, okay, you're doing that? You gotta go now. He's losing it. You're a fool! One more time! This is clear! Get your hands off his body, if he's still even alive. Doctors, there's no pulse. What do we do? We don't have a pulse because this guy's playing Jeopardy in his brain. Don't touch him, Bet. back your hands off. Get the board. Back up, you studied at Dartmouth. Clear. <laughs> But Brandon's story doesn't end there. Oh no. Hey guys, it's me, Brim. It was touch and go for a minute there, but I think I'm gonna pull through yet. The doctors are saying I'll never regain control of my bowel function, but I'm gonna keep fighting. For you. And you. And yeah, even little Johnny in the back there. Hey bud. Maybe when this is all over, we can have a catch in the yard. Anyway, gotta go. My pelvic floor physical therapist is here. One man's inspiring journey, which captivated a nation and brought hope when we needed it the most. This holiday season, be moved by one man's bold journey of redemption and determination. Coming to VHS and DVD this Christmas, it's... minimally based on true events and and they're back and they're back and they're back so uh say at the yeah. same time and, and they're, back. they're back all right now okay. we know when they're back so, uh, so it's uh yeah that's basically what i do when i'm in quarantine it's just pretty overproduced super self-indulgent <laughs> pieces of
<laughs> audio editing. <laughs> oh, I'm glad someone's doing it because my editing has been... I haven't done it. It's been non-existent because some of us have a life. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was busy um, having a life, saving humans. Oh, you know. Uh, no, actually, I've been busy rigsing around in a yard like a true rigsman. <laughs> I'm completely covered from head to toe in dirt right now, <laughs> as you can probably tell. For those of you who aren't, watching along on YouTube as <laughs> listeners at home. Uh, just imagine me, but really greasy, sweaty, covered head to toe in dirt. <laughs> and I'm seeing it right now, and uh, boy, it ain't pretty. So, I'm in the middle of a full yard reno, basically, <laughs> which, reading about it on Reddit, our lawn care, the boys over at our lawn care kind of undersold it. It's a lot of work for one man <laughs> on approximately 12,000 square feet of yard. <laughs> but it's pure weeds. Is it? So you, uh, you're, this is all front yard stuff, right? Because you nuked it? No, nah, dude. Front and back. All uh, nine yards. Uh, well, it's one yard. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> you consider it one large yard or do you consider yeah. it two yards? So some of them break it down to front yard, side yard, backyard. Yeah. To me, we're all in God's yard. <laughs> <laughs> and also, to quote Luke Hamilton, how can you own nature? <laughs> so you own nature. Okay, got it. All right. Uh, this has been yard talk. This has been yard talk. No, but it is a lot. I did nuke it. It looked like hell. So once you nuke it, which is just round up on the entire yard. There's no turning back. You're in it. Oh, it's just round up? I thought it would be some sort of weird special thing that you would buy. Round up, drains off into the water line, goes straight to the local elementary school. (laughs) Gets those those kids jacked up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, not in the sense that it develops tumors in their bodies that they'll discover 40 years from now. <laughs> but my yard going to be looking fly. <laughs> now, it's supposed, supposedly it's safe. I did do some, some light research on it. Do you, so how do you, uh, how does anything grow after you've round up everything? Once you round it all up, <laughs> yeah. um... It actually, you some people, according to the boys on our lawn care, I will take their word as Bible, that you can seed the same day you spray Roundup. What? Yeah, Roundup like doesn't go in the soil. It just like it, it touches whatever it the touches. leaves. Yeah, and it like it blocks them from having photosynthesis and growth. So mm-hmm. like it just deactivates in soil. So. That's why it's kind of cool. Whereas a lot of these other pesticides or uh, herbicides stay in the soil and you can't seed for like six months. So, oh. and then they they're uh, they're forever particles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they go into the ocean and kind of rigs around in there for a little. Bit. I don't know. They're all pretty bad. There's a really there's organic ways to do it, but if you mm-hmm. want to do it fast, it's kind of how you do it. It's how Dad did it. That's how I'm doing it. 
Um, actually, I talked to Papa the other day, and he said um, he said he's doing some major lawn, lawn stuff right now. And I asked him if he talked to you about it, and he's like, "No." Oh. I was like, "Oh, you should talk to this guy. He's an open book. We he, talk won't, he won't shut up about it." Um, if I had to guess, he's putting in Kentucky bluegrass. Um, I think he said fescue. What? My fescue brother. All right, I'm gonna have to hit him up. <laughs> Yo, Papa, let's talk feskies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, what well, I was gonna say something about my actual. Um, I did want to oh. share a few yeah. words on my it's, actual COVID journey. It's a serious tone, okay. Um, I um, no, I uh, I think I told you about this, but I might have infected the um, the um, an American icon. Oh yeah, you did tell me about this. Yeah, but we can regale it word for word. Yeah, um, it's kind of funny, except he's not. It might not be funny. But I've been watching the news like a hawk. I set up a um, um, shoot, what is it called? Where you uh, get you get updates anytime yeah, RSS RSS feed, yeah, for his name. <laughs> All right, well, are we going to speak his name? Are we going to dox him? <laughs> yeah, he, here's his name, and I've got I've actually got his address too. The um, man that you infected with COVID, the American icon. Yeah. No, so, Norm McDonald. No, <laughs> no I just talked to Rob and I said his name and he actually recognized it. But it's Mike Aruzioni, and he was the captain of the 1980, uh, 1980 U.S. men's hockey team that scored the game-winning goal and uh, united a nation. And yeah. I and when I was at this conference, I went to a dinner for this um, steroid injection for knees for arthritis, and he was. There and he sat. Wait, the dream team was shooting up steroids. Yep, he is now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he, um, he, uh, he, uh, yeah, he you sat. Were, he sat right elbows, next to me. You know, brown nosing some of these American legends. <laughs> Little did you know. Yeah, he sat right next to me, and um, this is when I was. Wait, wait, wait. Who was sitting first? No, I sat down first, and then he he, saw he you had out. plenty of open seats, and then he said he spotted me out, and then he was like, uh, oh, "I'm going to sit next to this guy." He what went, was the shape of the table, and how big was the it? It was a four-person table. Okay, how and many people was, was the three occupied? And he had to sit next to you. No, there were there were okay, there were three occupied, but it was a four-person table, so we're, like he would have been sitting near me. And okay, yeah. so you didn't like pull up to the American Legends no was, table. There were there were plenty of seats, and he took the seat right next to me. And because he he wanted to uh, right when he saw me, he he was trying to scout me for the U.S. Uh, hockey team. Oh, oh yeah, you had the hockey build. Yeah, yeah. so, so I, I thought maybe you rolled up to the American Legends table, like <laughs> brushed uh, Lou Holtz's name placard away, and then sat down. <laughs> and we're like, I'm one, I'm an American Legend. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I think that's one of the guys from Hanson, maybe. <laughs> we'll let him stay. So, but the thing is, like, I didn't know who he was at first. Um, they 
they teased that there were going to be some celebrity athletes at this thing. Did you turn to him and go, who do you think it'll be? (laughs) No, I thought, for some reason, I thought he was a pro golfer. And, um... I, uh, because, and he started talking about golf and he said he was actually just at the East Lake tournament the other week. And, um, so I was like, all right, like my big hard hitting journalism question was like, all right, who do you think is the top, <laughs> top young talent on the tour today? <laughs> and he's like, uh, oh, in golf? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Uh, Dustin Thomas, I guess. <laughs> he just like, I was like, huh, man, you must not follow your own sport very well. And then I realized, like, oh wait. And then I just go- I googled his name, and then I was like, oh. And me and um, me and my buddy Deep, who went, you know, you know Deep, he went to the yeah. um, conference with me. He was sitting next to me at the table, and he, we were like texting each other, like his Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> Is there was there a section called Scandal? scandal so he was involved in some scandals and he told me oh, once he had a few glasses it. of wine Let's he was it. talking about him so um he uh um first he he was telling us was there a pre-drafted uh, section called death <laughs> it's already it's Died just a place COVID-19. it's a placeholder um <laughs> but uh he was talking about so if you Google him, you'll see pictures of him wearing a with Trump wearing a MAGA hat, and um, he was like, "Yeah, you might have heard about this in the news a few months back, but uh, yeah, we got into some hot water." <laughs> he said, "Me and the me and the other boys uh, from the team, they were doing some event um, in uh, Las Vegas, and Trump was doing a rally. This was like in 2016 like when he was still the president." He's doing a rally, and um, he's like, he's like, yeah, I know Trump. I've been playing golf with him since the '80s. Uh, his golf game's really falling off, <laughs> you know. And he's like, he's like, I don't even. Did he bring up Trump first to you? He brought him. Up. I can't remember how it came up. We were talking about all sorts of stuff, but yeah, okay. um, and then he said, uh, he's like, I don't even like the guy. He's like, I, you know, I mean, I play golf with him. I like him. I, you know, I didn't. Sounds like he was feeling you out. He's trying to see. He's testing yeah. the water. Like, are you, are you going to go, oh, Trump, dude, yeah. I love Trump. And then he was going to go, or then you, when you kind of shied away, he kind of backpedaled. So you were clearly the alpha in this. Mm, yeah, this I al- alpha'd him. And, uh, <laughs> and he kind of. <laughs> Is he like 80? He's like 66. He's not that old. Okay. Um, and he, um, yeah, <laughs> and he, he like yeah. So, he tested the waters and then he backed away once he, he backed off. But um, no, but he, he no. Big, he all he said lib energy. He said um, <laughs> he's he was like he's like I mean I'm an independent. I, he's like I know I know Biden too. He's he's an asshole. Um, he's like he's an asshole too. Uh, he's, he's like I used to hang out with the Kennedys. He's like you know he's like he's like honestly I should run. And then everyone at the table was like, oh, we'd vote for you, we'd vote, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, supplicating him. But then you stood there with your arms crossed and went, what's your platform? <laughs> <laughs> Sell and me. And you went, uh, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Give me your elevator pitch. Come yeah. on, no. time's running out. Only five <laughs> floors left. <laughs> you alpha the shit out of this guy. <laughs> nah, and then you gave him COVID and killed him, too, so that's like... <laughs> you outfit him in life, and then you killed him. And like that's something that even like 
and the KGB, <laughs> Gorbachev, whoever it was. <laughs> Who was before Gorbachev? This is probably um, that guy. I think that was Yeltsin? Vladimir Lenin. Wait, where's Yeltsin coming? <laughs> Yeltsin. Uh, maybe it was the Yeltsin administration. I don't know. That, Vladimir Lenin was like I think like World War One. Okay. I don't know. Because Gorbachev was like the first guy after the USSR went down, right? Yeah. Um, okay. No, he was while the USSR went down. Remember, Mr. Gorbachev tear down the wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but anyway, yeah. So he was telling us, and then he said, he said he was in the same town. Him and the boys were in the same in Vegas when Trump was doing a rally. So then Trump was like, "Hey, why don't you guys come over make an appearance at the rally?" So they went over, and then he's like... Uh, Had a few beers, rolled yeah. on over. <laughs> yeah, he said they rolled on over. And, uh, to the Golden Trump, and then he casino. said, he's like, yeah, then they handed us these red hats, and then all of a sudden we're on stage with Trump. And, uh, and um, he's like, and I didn't say anything about politics. I just said, thank you to the city of Las Vegas, uh, yada, yada. He's like, I spoke for like 10 seconds. And that was it. And then he said that like, he was getting death threats. Bastard. He was getting death, death threats threat. and stuff um, from uh, from people who were saying that he, you know, like because he was a Trump supporter because he went to an event with. He's like he was the active president at the time. I mean, come on. And then, little did they know, you were the one to kick him down. Yeah, I know the the lib army on Twitter. They're <laughs> only threats. You were the. You were the real threat all along because you woke up with COVID symptoms and had COVID the next day, right? Mm-hmm. So the next day, so I was pre-symptomatic and Would... that night, I, um, that night, like right after that, we went, we met Will Morris at, uh, Jason Aldean's and then we were like, <laughs> we were Another like, American legend. Yeah. And then we were crushing court, <laughs> crushing course lights on the rooftop of Jason Aldean's and then... I went to bed at like midnight, and then four hours later, I woke up, and I was like febrile and shivering, and had chills and like full on COVID. Like it happened that quick, <laughs> and um, I was like, "Well, that was literally my first thought." Is like, "Well, I killed an American legend." Yeah, remember you called me that morning. Yeah, and we were trying to decide if your headache was from. Staying up till midnight, crushing beers at Aldine's, <laughs> or you had straight up COVID. Yeah, but maybe yeah. A, maybe a little this, a little that. But yeah. Well, the, the okay. rapid swab that I had a few days later confirmed it. Did you get the rectal swab? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> good, um, good, good. Yeah, they talked me into this one. They said it's way more accurate. You go rectal. And then there's a there's just a urethral swab, but they're like it's just the meatus, it's just the, it's just the, the entrance. That's what people come into the ER and they're just like, I want to be tested for everything. Like, what? <laughs> everything? You mean like STDs? Yeah, but also like COVID, flu, cancer. <laughs> All right, uh, we don't really do that. <laughs> So we swab every orifice and pan scan him and <laughs> slap his ass and send him his way. <laughs> I, I um, charge him eight hundred thousand dollars. I um, wait. One other quick story <laughs> about that. I had this guy come in. Uh, 
to the uh, urology uh, office who had, he was showing me this CT report that showed that he had like a one centimeter renal cyst, which is like nothing. Like that's, you don't even do anything about that. You don't even like, don't even like follow up scan it. It's just like benign. Everybody has them. Um, And he was like showing me this scan and it was a full body like pan CT. And, um, and it, and for indication, like the reason it was ordered, it just said like screening or something. I was like, I was like, what did you, who ordered this for you? Like, where did you get this done? And he's like, oh, I, I paid this company. I just did it myself. Like I paid out of pocket. Um, went ahead and paid prepaid for ten years of yearly full body scans to uh, make sure that I don't have uh, any cancer or anything. Oh and I was like, oh, my God. Like, how many times have you done this? He's like, this is like the fourth year I've done it. Yeah, eventually, you know. I, like, I was like, dude, <laughs> you don't have cancer now, but you are literally giving yourself cancer. And I was like, I. Is that legal? I, I don't know. I was like, I actually asked him. I was like, what is the name of the company? Because I wanted to look it up because I was like, whatever you're doing is yeah. incredibly in- unethical. But, um. Yeah, you're just profiting off of like uh, hypochondriac. Yeah, and I was like, I had the, I talked to him for like 20 minutes. I was like, you really do not need to do this ever again. Like this yeah. is like, and he's like, I've already paid for the next six years. Dude, he's paid he's for like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and I was like, don't. Who cares? Like, don't worry about it. Like that's yeah. and now you're paying thing. hundreds more to come find the, for this incidental finding. Yeah. Ugh. But that's gross. Anyway, that means there's a radiologist on board with it as well who's yeah. reading all this. Oh, well, he's probably it's probably like a night hawk in India or something. Yeah. yeah. But um anyway, um the uh yeah, so the the guy the, the the hockey player, he actually did he brought up he just like barely touched on it casually. He was like he said something about um uh um Robert Kraft and um oh. and then he's like you know he had his problems you know with the uh you know with the massage parlor he's like you know i got into a little of that uh last year you know it was kind <laughs> of an issue with my wife for a minute there but, was he drinking yeah he had a lot of wine he's like but uh he's like but you know we we kind of figured it out she understood and uh we kind of figured it out <laughs> yeah he was said he by him? was he was she there no no oh, and he's okay. like and he's like She's, he's like, yeah, she understood, and, uh, you know, we, we, got, we swept that under the rug or something. Yeah. He's like, and then he, was, he, like, leaned in. He's like, don't repeat that. <laughs> yeah, well, you just did, and it's on Spotify. <laughs> and we already said his name. American Legends. Yeah, they're, they're not infallible. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, just know that. <laughs> Cheering for him one year, four decades later, he's getting an HJ in a massage parlor. <laughs> Told his wife he was running out to Home Depot. (laughs) Comes back from Home Depot (laughs) covered in oil. (laughs) Yeah, that is spill in the (laughs) lacquers and mineral spirits aisle. (laughs) I ended up all in it. Are we gonna touch on <laughs> briefly touch on football? Yeah, yeah, I guess we could. Okay. Um, 
Well, it was a wild week one, boys. Uh, I think, should we start from the bottom to up or the top up? Um, start from the bottom up and save the best for last. Oh, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> clearly start with the worst, then. <laughs> Kevin Everett's. <laughs> he came over Sunday to watch, watch a little bit of Red Zone. Get mad at the TV. Um, I I don't know how he lost to what was a completely depleted team from Chris. Mm-hmm. Really, these are the weeks that we need Chris to lose because like he had to start Darnold head. He had McLaurin and Fitzmagic went down. Zeke did jack all. McKissick did nothing. Ace he still won. His defense got negative points. He still won. <laughs> it's like because Kevin's team was way worse. Do you, have it, do you have it pulled up? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um, Basically, I mean, Kevin started Aaron Rodgers, which, and then Ronald Jones, who <laughs> negative. It was just a really bad, geez. bad matchup all around. Wait, what happened with Ronald Jones? He fumbled, oh, that's right. He fumbled. Pinched. Yeah. Oh, that happens like five times a season. Yeah. So, yeah, he's last place, face down in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 13th place. At least Notre uh, Dame looks good. Uh, yeah, yeah, at least they're, they're cruising. <laughs> Mid-season form. <laughs> Did you see the highlights on that? No, I didn't watch any. I'm going to go grab a second beer. So they were losing to Toledo at home, mm-hmm. South Bend, with like a minute... 40 left. Oh, I didn't know it was that close. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were, they were getting, <laughs> they were getting about to lose to Toledo at home. Um, and then uh, they had like a kind of miracle bomb to a tight end, a touchdown and one. But uh, they were getting pretty handily, you know, I mean, Toledo was giving them a handful the whole time. So, uh, They'll probably still make the playoff, but yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Georgia gets to play them, beats them seventy-two to zero, yeah, or something. Because it was a. Uh... And then they, <laughs> I remember they eked by FSU week one, and then be like, maybe FSU is actually really good yeah, this year. Yeah, no, it's just a strong FSU year. <laughs> <laughs> Who did FSU lose to? Jack State. Jack- oh, that's right. <laughs> Jacksonville State. It, it, Jaron's been parading it around. That's crazy. And you know that game was in Tallahassee, too. So they came in. Oh <laughs> I didn't realize that. I'm assuming whenever it's like a, a yeah. small team. That's um, true, yeah. Maybe, maybe they might have gone to JSU. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, it's, <laughs> it's something that shouldn't happen. Yeah. JSU, uh, though, they've been like... They've been like... The, Teasing as the spoiler for a while now. And they almost beat Auburn like a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. They, um, wasn't like the last play of the game? I didn't actually see it. I should actually watch that. Did you see it? No. I heard it was cool. It was like last play of the game. They bombed it or something like that and beat FSU. But cool. Um, so Raw Bones, 13th place, 89 points. 
He lost to... Me. Oh. Well, tell us about it. Um, yeah, I just came out swinging. <laughs> um, wait, who did he, he... Hold on. Who did he lose to injury? Uh, he lost somebody. I like was... that Mike Gesicki's stat line is just blank. <laughs> Yeah, what the heck? What is that all about? Zero targets. Zero, I mean, they didn't even put, like, zero targets, zero receptions, zero yards, zero touchdowns. They just, like, left it blank. Yeah. Like. Gosh. That's, that's I bad. mean, I mean, so Sheldon, okay. Sheldon did the, um, did the Alabama thing on purpose. And, like, kind of to be funny, um, but, like, Rob, once again, every year, gets, like, all Dolphins. I'm looking at his team. He's got, like, yeah, five got a roster Dolphins. Jalen Waddle, at least. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, it's his thing. And he should pick a better team to do it with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think his team will be okay in the long run. Yeah. No, he's Josh got Allen's yeah, Monty Josh Allen. He's got the vaunted Lavisca Chenault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll... I kind of want Lavisca Chenault. Um, and, yeah, I think he'll. I think he'll be. Okay. And Jalen Waddle, uh, I think he he could be good. Do you know what what uh, what when Jalen's thirsty, what they get him? <laughs> Waddle. <laughs> uh. I was gonna say he said his, they, someone gets him his waddle bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, also just waddle. <laughs> Jalen, what do you like to drink? Waddle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your favorite part about living in Miami? The waddle. <laughs> Okay, thanks for the interview. <laughs> At least you're fast. <laughs> uh, all right, 12th place. Mm-hmm. It's me. I changed my name because it's. I couldn't. You know, if you start 0 and 1, I didn't like it anyway, my name. What, wait, um, what were you working with? Cracker Bargle. Oh, yeah. Which was a old people Facebook <laughs> meme. <laughs> um, but I had to go with the one that won, won it for me before which was Spooky Boys but I'm put a spin on it I can't do I think I had a Gengar and some Skulls last time now I'm going to do Spooky Aliens because <laughs> Aliens are sick um, so I've already made five moves what? wow anyway Wait, I, uh, can we talk about Roster moves, or do, you, do let's do that after we go through the guys, I guess. Sure. Yeah, we can. I mean, we could do it in the middle of it if you want. Okay. If you want this, if you want this podcast to be a convoluted mess, we can do it right now. But we were Is already so want? organized and on track. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to let that go. <laughs> um, so I got beat by Jeremiah. Uh, it was close for a little bit. And then 
he had what the Cooper Cup uh, connection with, or he had the double Cooper Cup with Matt Stafford, which looks to be a lethal combo. Yeah. I should have guessed they were going to be like best buds. Yeah, I know. It's like no no surprise. It's like we knew that a Stafford-level QB this year is probably yeah. going to be a good call. Supposedly they're like getting brunch together. I can just imagine them like strutting down, you know, <laughs> South Beach or not South Beach, Miami, uh, Malibu or whatever yeah. <laughs> together with their cool slicked hair and their, their hot wives hot wives and going yeah. me mm-hmm. and then catching a bunch of touchdowns mm-hmm. yep. Sean McVay probably goes with him yeah with his pushed back hair <laughs> <laughs> it's not slicked back it's pushed back it's pushed back <laughs> you think this is slicked back <laughs> um I'll recover. I'll overcome. Um, 11th place, Jeronavirus. Actually, who even beat him? Let's see, that was... It keeps going back to week two. That, yeah, that was Koopa. Oh, yeah. Who's, yeah. Uh, he's .2 shy of the lead. Yeah, thank God you got that .2. Yeah. Or else we'd never be hearing the end of it. Oh. Um... Flash in the pan for Koopa, by the way. We'll get to that. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had Brandon Ayuk not gotten zero points, he might have done okay. Yeah, um, that, that that hurts you when you have just just a dash as one yeah. of your roster yeah. spots. Yeah, unless it's dash from Incredibles, then you're set. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I mean, not much to be said, I don't think. Um, both both teams' doo-doo players did really bad in that matchup. Yeah. But Nolan had Mahomes. Jamar Chase went off. Uh, yeah, wow. All right, Ray's in 10th place. Put up some decent points. Old Team Beam. Um, got beat by John's team. Who is now Arendelle State Prisoners, but still has a a, a, bee, wa- a, wasp. a wasp as a photo. <laughs> so which maybe that's the mascot for Arendelle Prison Women's Prison. I don't know. <laughs> in Alto, they're the the incarcerated wasps, <laughs> the chained bees. <laughs> So that's Maybe. Uh, that's him. He's yeah. got yeah. I don't know. Nothing really noteworthy about his team. No, he has Calvin Ridley. <clears throat> Dude, I'm I'm uh, down on anything Falcons right now. Oh, down they, down in a they suck. I think it's going to be. I think the two worst records are going to be the Falcons and the Lions. Yeah, the Lions showed some fight though. Yeah. The Falcons are so weird. It's like they need to just burn it down and rebuild. Mm-hmm. Like they got a new coach, and then they drafted a tight end at four overall. Like they were in a win now mode. Yeah, they need. To, I know they got a luxury pick. 
What's a good metaphor for that? Where like something just needs to be completely destroyed and started new, and you keep trying to work on it. <laughs> like, no, no, this can still. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of marriages, probably. Where it's like, <laughs> here, let, this can get better. Let's have a kid together. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, like for me, I immediately go to yards. This is like your yard is full of weeds. Yeah, it's half dead. Your soil's pure acid. Mm-hmm. You know ph through the floor and then you keep like dumping mm-hmm. you know, scott's like weed and feed on it mm-hmm. like no, no no it's good it's coming back yeah and there are and meanwhile the few existing like good areas of the lawn are just slowly getting more and more overrun and older <laughs> yeah and that would be matt ryan yeah super long draft neck yeah yeah so yeah, that's kind of it, it. Ain't easy, believe me, to tear the whole thing down. Yeah, uh, but it's got to be done mm-hmm. if you want to build a contender. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's there. It's just dumb. They're gonna be terrible. Yeah. Arthur Smith will probably be a one, maybe two year head coach. Yeah. Watch them go like one to fifteen, like Cam Cameron. They just fire him after one year. Yeah, it could it could happen. He just doesn't have head coach energy. No, he's he does. He has he's a got, coordinator energy. He has Cam Cameron energy. Yeah, and the the final nail in the coffin for Cam Cameron and this and Arthur Smith is they look dumb. Yeah, like they just look like just a dumb guy. So yeah. like they're that's gonna be that's really what's gonna you know yeah do him in. Could you they're imagine lose? <laughs> the locker room's gonna revolt. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like what does he say to them like before a game to get them fired up? Like what could he possibly say? <laughs> Like, he looks like a chubby, dumpy version of Tyler Desper, who many would describe <laughs> as a chubby, dumpy guy to begin with. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, uh, I, I guess. I haven't, I haven't looked at images of him in a while, but also, isn't he, like, the son of, like, a, the founder of FedEx or something? So he's just, like, a billionaire with nothing to prove. Oh, really? He's just like a bored billionaire's son. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I think Arthur Blank saw him and was like, oh, a fellow, fellow billionaire named Arthur, you're hired. You remind me of a young me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. We have the same name and similar net worths. <laughs> and uh, they're trying to get a little like peewee uh, pinstripe suit for him to wear. <laughs> Actually, here, right here, they're going to be zero and six. Okay, because seriously, how are they going to beat? They might like challenge the Panthers, but they're not going to beat the Saints. They're going zero and two there. They go zero and two against the Bucks. Like they're just going to get. Yeah, they're going to run a muck. I think the Panthers could even be good this year too. So that's instantly six losses yeah. on their schedule, and they already lost to the. Who the Eagles? So there's seven. So they're automatically zero and seven. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, if they draw like Jacksonville, they might get a win, but they're uh, they're toast. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I take back what I said about the Lions. The the Jaguars are going to be. Yeah. The people are saying people are saying Urban Meyer might quit and go take the USC job. I've heard that he's going to have <laughs> another be, health issue. <laughs> That would be the most Urban Meyer thing. It of all totally time. would. He's yeah. It's gonna be like 
yeah, he's gonna gonna be some something. You know, his TIAs are acting up again or something. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence would be better for it, honestly. Yeah. That Urban Meyer is just—he's just not a good guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like he's definitely doesn't build a good culture. Yeah, I listened to. Um, they did some ESPN. I think maybe it was Game Day. Uh, game, you know, Game Day does little segments that are supposed to be like tear jerkers. Um, yeah, they did one. This was like three or four years ago. They did one about Urban Meyer and his family, <laughs> and like, I guess he works so much that like his daughters. I think he's got... But one of his daughters wrote him a letter that was like, Daddy, come home more. We... <laughs> or whatever. Oh my Handwritten God. in crayon. And like, they were like sitting down, they had the letter and they were showing it. But then there was like no happy ending to it. It wasn't like, Dad's making more of an effort to be home. It, he's going <laughs> to all the soccer games. It just like, there was no resolution. It was just like, an urban, you know... There's a coach and a father, and that's the end of the segment. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, it's like his, I was like, where's the happy part? It wasn't there. It was just like his family, he's abandoned his family, and that was the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. He's a scoundrel. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's funny how many people like are already like saying Trevor Lawrence is a bust after <laughs> playing one game. <laughs> He's too good. He, he won't be a bust. Yeah, <laughs> they they might get his head blown up, his knee dislocated though. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, where are we at? Where are we at? we were at Team Bean. All right, I think we covered him, kind of. Yeah. All right, on tough, to... Tough but sweet. Oh, that's Seth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I think of Seth, I think of tough but sweet, so... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Very fitting. Um, his picture is, like, <laughs> I don't know, anime. <laughs> I guess he's I, into anime now. I know he's not into anime. <laughs> I don't know what that is, though. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, this is what it is. Uh, his lead scorer was his tight end in TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> yeah. Lost to Gleber, whose team we auto-drafted. Yeah. We did too good of a job again. Yeah. I know. We need to, like, back off a little bit. Yeah, he's got Dak, Saquon, and DeAndre Swift. What did we? Why did we do that? Yeah, dumb. and Ante- wait, oh AJ Brown and Chris Godwin. He has a good team. Yep. <clears throat> so he'll probably he's got to donate some of his money if he wins. Yeah. Um, back to the drafting crew. Yeah. All right, Sheldon Smith lost with 122 points scored. Which I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that's gonna be his top per- weekly performance to, to um, still lose for the for the season. I'm gonna oh. say he. Oh, you think he 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 maxed out already? Yeah, I think this is him on his best day right here. Um, because Jalen Hurts went off 
Mari Cooper went off, and then uh, Devonta Smith. What not? What is it? Devonta? Yeah, he got a touchdown. I guess Derrick Henry could do better, but I still think this is the ceiling for him. Um, yeah. Well, here, do you think? Um, do you think Jalen Hurts is like good? Like, is he going to be actually good? <laughs> I think he's going to be fantasy good. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to get. He's going to run. He's going to get touchdowns. He. I don't know. I think I don't know that he's going to be like actually good for real football. Yeah. But I don't know. Could be wrong. Anyway. Um, he got beat by TFB. Yeah. It, uh, it was pretty close, and then Travis Kelsey got that last touchdown. Oh, yeah. Him over the top. Yeah, that was a dramatic uh, ending. It was pretty dramatic. Yeah. All right, now we're on to the teams that won. Chris, which we kind of covered a little bit, had like a gimme win <laughs> against Kevin Everett, who so didn't even show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to make a trade with Chris. I'm trying to dump Jameis Winston off on him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know Chris likes Jameis because the year that we went to the championship game together, he had Jameis. Yeah. And that's when Jameis threw like four picks in the first quarter and got <laughs> got benched or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jameis, though, like, I mean, I know, like, it's like, yeah, now is the time to sell him at his highest peak. But uh, I, like, I don't know. I think he's, like, legit good. Like, I thought yeah, you can start him. people were, like, making jokes about LASIK Jameis and how the LASIK made, it, made a difference. And I was, like, I, I kept thinking the whole time, like, why would that make a difference? He probably just wears contacts. But apparently he doesn't, he didn't have a terrible prescription. Like, his eyes weren't that bad, and he couldn't uh, wear con Like, he hated wearing contacts when he was playing. So he just squinted all the time. So that's why people call yeah. him Jameis Squinston. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, uh, so, yeah, so, like, the LASIK actually, like, is probably making a difference. Work. And plus yeah. just, like, working with Drew Brees for a year and Sean Payton. And uh, yeah. he's, uh Yeah. I mean, we always yeah, so knew he, we always knew he had like a cannon arm. So keep talking about him. I want someone to trade him for. I'll just wait. If he goes off again next week, yeah, then <laughs> you know, then you can all come with your offers <laughs> and see. Because I've got Kyler. I don't need Jameis. Oh yeah. So I will. Kyler too. I think Kyler is legit. I remember like maybe like ten years ago. It seemed like there were not enough good quarterbacks in the, like, there weren't 32 guys in the world that were good enough to, like, lead an NFL team. And now it's like there's too many. Like, look how many guys are starting that are either rookies or in their second year who are, like, yeah. already, like, starters. Like, there's... People, people think we're entering a new golden age uh, with, like, Mahomes and Kyler Murray and... Um, What's his name? What's his name with the Ravens? Um, <laughs> Joe Flacco. Lamar. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That was it. Flacco. Um, <laughs> sexy Flacco. Uh, what, how'd you like sexy Dalton? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, like, trying to look like a cowboy or something. Uh, yeah. I, I think, like, when they, you know, when 
I think what happens is every like three weeks he wakes, he get, rolls out of bed and he looks just straight up like an orangutan, <laughs> and then he goes goes to his stylist, and they like completely overhaul him. And I think what they did is like they kind of like, you know, because everyone he knew he was gonna get booed and like they were gonna call for you know Justin Fields to start. Mm-hmm. He needed they, something they, going for him when they just you know when his just like red carpet orange carpet of a face when they waxed it they kind of did some downward pointed eyebrows so he looked a little bit mad it'll make him look slightly mad they like colored in his uh, beard a little bit try to make him like look tough mad and sexy which is a tall order especially the sexy part yeah so um but they went all out for week one, um, so I think they're they're gonna have to go back to the drawing board unless <laughs> they can try. <laughs> go back to the drawing board, not with like designing plays for him, but like with his stylists coming up with a look for him. Yeah, yeah. What's the opposite of orange on the color wheel? Like, what's on the other side? Like, like a bluish hue or something. <laughs> yeah, I think they just like before he goes out, they try to just like hit him with like uh, like blue dust, try to like nullify it a little bit, <laughs> just, just try to give him more of a human hue, <laughs> just to tone him back a little bit. Yeah, that that orange is too much, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, where are we at here? Um, John. Yes, the wasp prisoners. Imprisoned <laughs> wasps. So there's got to be a good, good pun in there. There's so many different types of bees and wasps and prison jokes. Um, yeah, bee. The not free bees. <laughs> the um, ah, gosh, it's right. There's something there. Something with uh, straight jacket, yellow jackets. No, 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 that's not good. Something with honey. Ooh, um, yeah, the honey route or stingers. Or stripes. Yeah, I was Ooh, stripes. Oh, stripes. Yeah. There we go. The striped. <laughs> I don't know. Something with the stripes. Yeah, there, there you go. go. <laughs> that was it. That was it. So, uh, oh, okay. I didn't realize he ended up with Russell Wilson again. Because I remember he got Russell Wilson during a, a rust down year. And yeah, he was not happy with him. And he he was his quarterbacks were Russell Wilson and Marcus Mariota. I think it might have been his first year of fantasy. And I remember like he would always he was doing the QB shuffle, and he would always like start the wrong one for the week. Uh, you know that that nightmare where like yeah. whichever one you pick, it's one it's guaranteed to be the wrong one. Yeah, I think I think his team looks pretty good overall though. Yeah. 
Russell Wilson, at least for the first half, will be good. Yeah. People will be talking about him as an MVP, and then he'll just fall off towards the end of the year like usual. Yeah. And then he's got Tyreek, who will just single-handedly win you the game. Wait. So. <clears throat> That's always Tyreek or um, DK? Tyreek. Oh, Tyreek. I thought you meant Russell Wilson has Tyreek. Oh, no, yeah. no. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. He has Russell Wilson and Tyreek. Yeah. yeah. 197 yards. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, It's so crazy. It's like, you know, like they they talk about like the joke. I think they were talking about this on Pardon My Take or something, how it's just like the Chiefs are just like, run the touchdown play. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, just like they can be down by like, you know, 14 points and then all of a sudden they just bomb it to Tyreek a couple times, and then it's like, oh. Well, That's it. Now it's, We're winning. It's, yeah, now they're winning. Gosh. Um, <clears throat> all right. Wet hole. Um, he beat Seth. Um, oh, yeah, we kind of already talked about him. This is a team that we drafted. Yeah. He owes us money. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right, Dirty Rigzer. Jeremiah's team. Mm-hmm. He beat me. It was slightly close. We talked about the Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford connection, which is going to be kind of annoying all year because mm-hmm. if you play Jeremiah, he might just automatically beat you if they throw touchdowns together. Yeah. Yeah, 44 points between those two. Yeah. Dude, I had Cooper Cup. Was it last year? He sucked. He was so annoying. Now he's yeah. going to have him. He's good. That makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Aaron Jones didn't go off either, so, yeah. Honestly, I feel like Jeremiah's just lucky right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to uh, – I don't think they're all going to – he had so many players, like, do good that shouldn't do good. Yeah. Like, what? Brandon Cooks, 15 points? I mean, Come on. that's a scam. scam. It's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that was a fluke. I think that was a fluke week for the Texans. Definitely. Scam win, whatever. We'll let them have it. Yeah. Um, team football, TFB. He's, you know, Joe Mixon, RB1 right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debo went off. Kelsey, obviously. He's yeah. got a solid core. Yeah. He'll probably be good for the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang, all these teams look better than mine now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and even like Kirk Cousins fantasy wise is like pretty good. Yeah. Generally. <clears throat> um Koopa Yeah, that's what we said. I, I I sort of have the same sentiment with Koopa as I did with Sheldon where I think this is probably his peak or this is his high. <laughs> he maxed out week one. Yeah. Yeah. So he's see. like a Habersham Raiders weightlifting class, he came in and said, I'm going to max on the first day. <laughs> and then his arms were so sore, he couldn't get to that number <laughs> again the rest of the year. So. <laughs> yeah. No, he, that's... Yeah, he basically, like, he... What he did was he got a, um... He got a new... Let's see. Like a, uh... I don't know, I was going to say a Kia, but Kias are actually, like, decent cars nowadays. 
nowadays, but like basic, like a base model, like, <laughs> uh, you know, Kia Optima or something. So, yeah, or Optima, just a crappy little car that doesn't even have power windows or power locks or anything. And he drove it right out the gate and just like floored it and burned out the engine. Got basically some air got off a speed bump. Yeah. And it like looked cool for a second because it's like, wow, like, but it, he literally got everything that he could out of it all at once yeah. and used it up. And now he's going <laughs> to drive it back to the house and like nuts and bolts and springs <laughs> yeah. are flying out of it. Yeah. So it's. People are honking at him like, get off the road, asshole. Mm hmm. I mean, he he has Mahomes, who's obviously going to continue to be good, but everybody else, I think, like, I mean, yeah, come on, Jamar Chase, yeah, love like Key Optima, yeah, <laughs> like Daryl Henderson, Sterling Shepard with twenty point eight points, like, <laughs> come on, he has Daniel Jones throwing to him. Like, How do you guys like my new ride? There's <laughs> <laughs> red lines in it. <laughs> It's a speed bump. Gets like two feet of air. Damn, dude, that's dope. <laughs> Makes a turn around a blind corner and the thing's just like gasping for air. That's like <laughs> Burned out the engine. He goes, he takes it into the shop and they just like go to change the oil and it's just like, it's like kind of like a, a thick slurry of like, yeah. um, you know, like, they they bring it out to him in a cup to show him and they're like <laughs> there's like there's like shavings from the engine in here yeah, in the oil. Do do? <laughs> uh I looked cool. <laughs> I'm one and oh. Second place. Like, well I hope it was worth it. Yeah, you still gotta drive this the rest of the year. <laughs> but um yeah, like so he's got Sterling Shepard. Okay, so I list one of the. I'm sure most people in this league listen to the same podcasts, but um, the this fantasy football, the CBS fantasy football today one, with like Adam Azer and uh, yeah. Jamie Eisenberg. I feel like every single year they're talking about Sterling Shepard, and um, like um, Naheem Hines, and um, that's why I don't listen to that. Show. Yeah. Because like, all they do is talk about these, like... These guys, and, yeah, and they're just, like, useless, like, hit or miss players, guys. I read their names, and, like, it doesn't even register to me yeah. as something I would ever even draft or yeah. consider. And they, yeah, that's why... They talk about... I, yeah. Dude, I was going to do a fake... I'll probably do it later this year. I was going to do a fake CBS fantasy spoof, and it was going to be, Oh, I'm Adam Azer, and, and they were going to talk about... Like JJ Arcega White Sox yeah. that they're in debate about him for fifteen yeah. minutes. Him? And they're all gonna bully uh Adam Azer. Mm-hmm. Well, well Adam Pack that's it's just it's mm-hmm. it's so useless. It's a waste of time. Yeah. And yeah, all the names that they drop, they always say actually they talk about LaVisca Chanel a lot, but they talk about Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines so much. <laughs> this the R B two and the R B three for the Colts. Like who gives a shit about either of them? <laughs> like they're both irrelevant, so why are you debating them even? Dude, that's why I can't listen to it. Yeah. I just like I don't care they 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 if I were to rank players that I care about at all, 
they never talk about any of them in my top 60. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, like, so just uninteresting. Yeah. Like, no, this is how you win your league. You get J.J. Arcega mm-hmm. white side as your wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. And then... And then, like, they, they go through, like, the, the candidates for, for waivers, and they're like, oh, this guy needs to be picked up. This guy needs to be picked mm-hmm. up. Yeah, pick this guy up. Oh, yeah, pick mm-hmm. him up. Like, how many roster spots do you have? Yeah. Where you've got Naeem Himes, J.J. Siegel <laughs> Whiteside. <laughs> mm-hmm. All these, and the, who's the, uh, Mo Ali Cox? Like, <laughs> all these, he's like, oh, yeah, you got to hold, you got to roster Mo Ali Cox. Yeah. If he's on your waivers, like, what kind of league are you in? I'm <laughs> yeah, in a 14-team like... league, and there's, like, three tight ends ahead of him. Like, who the hell is picking up Mo Alleycock? Mm-hmm. He could have upside. Yeah, I know. And it's like they try to shame each other, too. And it's like like they go through <laughs> their rankings, and it's like they're like, okay, in a, you know, um, would you rather have, you know, Rashad Penny or <laughs> Marlon Mack? And then they're all so confident. They're like, Rashad Penny. Well, yeah, Rashad I mean, Penny, Rashad that. Penny, PPR, Marlon Mack, non-PPR. Yeah, <laughs> like, half PPR, Marlon Mack, uh, quarter PPR, times, uh, or they'll just ask him in a big list, like, Marlon Mack. Yeah. Like, no explanation. <laughs> it's like, this sucks. <laughs> Stupid shit. All of them have, like, egos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't listen to it. I don't think, I haven't played it once this year. I don't think I'll do it. Yeah, I listened to one episode and heard them still talking about Marlon Mack and Naeem Hines, and I was like, that's it. Like, I can't do this anymore with yeah. you guys. <laughs> like, there are, like, interesting players in the NFL, believe it or not. Yeah. These guys don't ever talk about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Anyway, but, I think that's all Jeremiah listens to, but he won last year, so yeah. maybe there's something to it. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I can't... It, if I'm listening to that while I'm driving to work, I'm already in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, me too. Great. Now like... I know everything about Mo Alley Cox. <laughs> Start him in half PPR, not in full PPR. Got it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. But the reason I, we even were, brought that up is because Nolan has Sterling Shepard. They were <laughs> what huge on. They're huge on this week for waivers. And it's like, okay, and then he's going to do nothing. And then next week you're going to say, that if you still have him on your roster, what are you doing? And then in week seven, you're going to be telling us that we have to pick him up again. Sterling Shepard's on your waivers? I want to join your league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he got zero and three points the last two weeks. Is that, the points you, is that what you wanted? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a parody of that. I've got to listen to it a few times to remind myself what it, how it goes. But yeah, that show was pissing me off so much last year. I stopped listening to it. I listened to it on like 1.75 as well, so it's just like a nightmare. Jeez. <laughs> Constantly skipping. Fifteen seconds ahead. Oh, they're still talking about freaking Mo, Mo Ali Cox. <laughs> Skip ahead. Oh no! Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, they love their favorite thing to talk about are like convoluted backfields, like um, yeah, you know, like the Forty ers or whatever. 
you know, they're like... Yeah, this is love. Raheem Mustard and... Uh, they love the RB4. Yeah. Of a, <laughs> of a like, multi-back backfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and you're number one. I think we talked about you enough already, though. Unless you want to talk more about yourself, egomaniac. <laughs> um, I'm... I mean, my team is okay. I don't know. I, it, I don't have a great quarterback. Ooh, maybe uh, I can talk to you about Jameis Winston off mic. <laughs> maybe. I mean, uh, Ryan Tannehill is my starting quarterback. Yeah. I think the, 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 the Titans might be due for a regression this year. I don't know. Oh, for sure. I think um, they kind of outperformed their expectations the past two years. I agree with you. Um, let's let's go over just a f- couple of these uh, things that happened real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, oh boy, um, who got who? Let's go over just the fab real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Who's wearing who? Who's wearing who? Um, well, the big one of the week was. Eli, Elijah Mich- Mitchell, or Eli, Eli Mitchell Burger, yeah, <laughs> um, went for thirty nine, narrowly yeah. beat out Kevin Everett's at thirty six offer. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, threw, everybody threw in an offer yeah. for him. I threw in one just to like I didn't even really want him, but I was like maybe everyone will forget that tonight's waiver night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet twenty two. Oh, Jaron also bet twenty two. Must mm-hmm. it felt right? It did feel right. I was like, I'm pretty sure I won't get him because I was fairly confident Sheldon was going to bid a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How many, wait, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people put in <laughs> bids for him. Good to see the boys are paying attention. Yeah. Um, I did get Tim Patrick overpaid a little bit, but uh, I had Jerry Judy, so I figured I needed I needed him. Is he? Is Jerry Judy out for the season? No, it's supposedly it's a high ankle sprain, so six to eight weeks or something like that. I'll probably hold him in my IR for, I don't know, till I get tired of looking at his name. Anyway, anything else you want to add, Brim? Um, or... uh, my, uh, dang it, my thing just stopped and I just restarted it. Uh, my recording. Oh, That's going to be a nightmare in editing. <laughs> this is going to be more trouble for you. Uh, but, uh, all right. Um, I was going to... Hmm. I was. I don't have an ad, but I was going to read the, <laughs> the Bilal story. Oh, yeah. I was going to do a live reading of it. Oh, go for um, it. I'll just do the first already written chapters that way we have a, a verbal anthology of all of it yeah so we can <laughs> i haven't i have some i have some outlines on some later chapters okay oh, uh, it it's gonna be good it's there's a lot of story arc, character arcs there's a lot of uh twisted storylines where mm-hmm. things go wait <laughs> i gotta find the first one all right Verbal anthology of the Bilal story. Um, it's what is it called? Bilal, Bilal Powell, two heads, one desire. <laughs> yeah. All right, here it is. <clears throat> Take a swig. 
quietness fell over the locker room after another Jets loss as the players filed out and headed home with their heads down. Bilal remained seated at his locker, full pads still on, stained in grass and mud. It wasn't unusual to see Bilal still at his locker in full New York Jets regalia following a game. He never showered with the guys. Most thought he was shy or maybe, maybe had a deformed scrotum or something. They paid it little attention. Coach Mangini began to shut the locker room door. He was the last to leave. Hit the lights when you're done, Bilal. And Bilal, don't be too hard on yourself. Bilal had lost a fumble on the Jets' only trip inside the red zone tonight, sealing their sixth loss in a row. <laughs> Coach Mangini, wait, muttered Bilal. I have something to show you. Intrigued, Coach Mangini re-entered the quiet, dank locker room and fixed his eyes upon Bilal, who began to disrobe. Nobody's ever seen this before. I think I should show you. Bilal unlatched his shoulder pads, bent forward, and pulled them over his head, revealing another head, identical to the one Coach Mangini had known since training camp. A third voice entered the conversation. Sup, rasped the second head. (laughs) Coach Mangini, this is my secret. I have two heads. Stunned, Coach Mangini looked around the room, seemingly to make sure no hidden camera prankster was about to reveal himself. I I don't know what to say, Bilal. This is shocking to me. We know. The two heads spoke simultaneously. <laughs> but there's one more thing, coach. They continued to speak together, their voices echoing through the empty expanse in unison like a baritone duet. We have never known love before until we met you. Coach Mangini stood in a stunned silence. With lust in his eyes, he approached the heaving beast (laughs) and pressed his soft body against its sweating bosom. No one has to know what happens next, Bilal's. He whispered into both ears as the cacophonous ball of sweat, elastic, and body parts draped in New York Jets paraphernalia rolled towards the shower. Chapter 2 Bilal awoke in a daze after the whirlwind of the night, popping elastic and soggy gasps still echoed in his head. He felt both relieved and anxious that someone now knew his secret. And not just anyone, his secret crush, Coach Eric Mangini, who not only reciprocated his admiration, but embraced it with passion. My turn, announced one of the heads as Bilal stuffed the other into the shoulder pad girl and dressed for practice. Tuesday practices after a loss were always the worst. First in, last out, thought Bilal as he walked into team headquarters. Words Bilal's father, Trilaw, used to speak to him growing up. Trilaw was always a coach before a father, and Bilal always resented him for that. Nevertheless, he heeded father's word and headed to practice before sunup. The running backs meeting commenced as usual. The other RBs in shirt and shorts... Bilal in full game day regalia from helmet to the cleats. Bilal knew he came off as a tryhard, but he didn't care. He felt safe in his hunter green cocoon. Bilal, did you you have time to review the tape on your costly fumble? Sneered the RB coach Riggs Ryan. Bilal always despised coach Riggs Ryan. Coach Ryan had heard Bilal's second head laugh once during a team meeting and made him run 20 wind sprints for it. Yeah, we, er, I watched the tape, coach. 
The RV's meeting was interrupted by a violent rapping on the closed door. Meeting in locker room. Meeting in the locker room. Five minutes. The muffled voice boomed. Bilal was confused. Team meeting usually wasn't till after lunch. And Bilal had packed Mummy's shrimp special today. A comfort meal Mummy always prepared for Bilal after a hard loss. The team gathered in the locker room. A janitor appeared frustrated as he harshly scrubbed brown stains from the shower stall. What the hell is this shit? The janitor raved as he put up a wet floor sign and stormed out of the locker room. Well, let's just get right to it, said General Manager Mike Tannenbaum, clearly perturbed. Mangini's gone. Owner canned him this morning. But it's Tuesday. We've got Pittsburgh this Sunday, so we're picking right up where we left off. Coach Riggs Ryan will be taking over as interim head coach. Bilal's heart sunk. His second head gasped. He loudly kicked the door with his cleat to cover the noise. Shut up! He sharply spat into his shoulder pad. You're not supposed to talk! Bilal always stood out in meetings in his full uniform, but now all eyes truly were on him in the locker room. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Allergies, he grumbled. <laughs> what a terrible day, Bilal thought to himself. Not only was Coach Mangini gone, but Coach Riggs Ryan was taking over. Bilal opened his locker, now with a dent in the door, to discover Mummy's Shrimp Special spilled all over his game day jersey. Both heads sighed. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we'll pick up from there, maybe next week. Man. It's <clears throat> good. That's very good. Yeah, I'm, I really want to know what happens next. It's going to be good. <laughs> I've got some ideas. Um, anyway, all right. Well, uh, do we have anything else? Are we going to sign off? I think that's it. All right. Well, we give them kisses. Bye, Bye boys. boys. Mm. Bye.